May the words that we speak and think be inspired by God's Holy Spirit. Amen. All is calm and all is bright everywhere but in your heart tonight. So begins the Christmas song by Casting Crowns. How is it for your heart tonight? What brings you here to this place at this time, whether in the building, online tonight, or perhaps after Christmas? And is this usual for you, or is it perhaps different this year? For many people, there is something different about every Christmas Eve. It truly can be the most magical night of the year, inviting reflection, anticipation, memories, gratitude, nostalgia. At the same time, Christmas Eve can be disorienting because of changes in routine and family dynamics, busyness, preoccupation with celebrations. For others, Christmas Eve can be lonely because of disconnection from family and friends. So whether we have a faith background or not, all these scenarios are possible. In 2020, a year of disruption, perhaps disorientation is likely to be felt even more. But then again, on the other hand, Christmas might just be an anchor in a sea of uncertainty. In a world where secularism prevails, what prompts us to gather for this experience so grounded in the Christian tradition and different from the logical reasoning or casual encounters that are promoted by our culture. Is our heart really longing for God to be possible, not simply as a baby, but as a knowable, relational God of love who truly comes to be with us in the messiness and uncertainty of our lives, calling us to live compassionate lives in the service of others? A couple of stories come to mind as I ponder these Christmas Eve questions, stories from colleagues and about their journey into faith. One speaks of a Christmas Eve in a village in England when as a young man he was out looking for a pub that was open. To his consternation, he couldn't find one. What he did find though was the village church, full of people and light and warmth and music. He went in and immediately he felt home, felt at home in a way that he'd never felt before. He describes coming to faith in Christ as a coming home. Another friend tells of a similar experience in Brisbane, out looking for a nightclub late on Christmas Eve. Not finding one, he walked past St. John's Cathedral in Ann Street and again was drawn in by the music and the light inside. He describes the, that experience also like coming home. This person had attended an Anglican school and in the cathedral space, in the space of the church gathered with others, he felt gathered and held by the tradition that he'd walked away from and yet deep down it offered the meaning that his life so craved. These stories and our own experience of Christmas Eve open up the idea of sacred space, where we encounter in divine, where we encounter the divine in ways characterized both by mystery 
and by the really real. Space that is different from the everyday and yet very much a part of our everyday lives. Psychologists tell us that these experiences of transcendence are really, really important to our well-being, which probably comes as no surprise to most of us, since innately we know that we are spiritual and physical beings, and that these two parts of life are intrinsically woven together and contribute to our capacity to make meaning and to flourish. One of my school friends lives on a bushy property outside Canberra, and this week on social media she posted this. My morning walk turned into a bit of a pilgrimage today, drawn through the bush until I found myself beside my beautiful old grandmother tree where I stopped and rested. It's a peaceful place to stop and to think, to listen for guidance from within or from God, a place to feel replenished. Is this a space where you feel replenished? Celtic Christians use the term thin places to describe those times when heaven and earth seem separated by almost nothing at all. Times of birth and death and worship offer experiences of thin places. In our reading from Luke's Gospel about Mary and Joseph traveling from Nazareth to Bethlehem, and giving birth on arrival. In this reading, we encounter sacred spaces, thin places where earth and heaven meet, a field where shepherds lived, a manger and a mother's heart. So sacred space number one, the field where the shepherds lived. Brad and I lived in Roma for many years and I remember the stunning clarity of the night sky and people whose livelihood was keeping cattle and sheep. These days, people don't need to keep a night vigil to keep their livestock safe, but I do know that in running such properties, people often encountered experiences that perhaps city-born and bred people find hard to understand. The shepherds in the fields portrayed by Luke as faithfully going about their working life found their workplace transformed into sacred space when they encountered the glory of the divine. At first fearful, an angel said to them, do not be afraid, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. In the writing style of Luke's gospel, each one of these words hold particular importance. And in summary, Luke is flagging that while the temple had been the sacred space where Jewish people maintained their life with God, the Messiah, the anointed one, the Christ, was born to be savior for all people. This is good news of great joy for the shepherds, for all people, and for us wherever we might be. God who loves, heals and restores is possible for us right where we are now. As the shepherd's fields were filled with the worship of the heavenly host, we too can become oriented towards the God of highest heaven who brings peace to the hearts of those on earth who God loves, all people. 
And while individual reflection is important, Christianity celebrates life and worship in community where all are welcome. Perhaps that's part of the reason why we've come tonight. Sacred space number two, the manger. In this famous water trough, Mary placed her newborn son. And there, the shepherds encountered the incarnation, the embodiment of the God of life in heaven and on earth. Christ challenges each one of us to be fully human, to be the meeting place for others of heaven and earth, spirit and matter, human and divine, time and eternity, to be the conduits for Christ's reconciling work of justice and compassion wherever we find ourselves. Where are the simple places that you have unexpectedly encountered God and become the presence of God to others? Think about that for a moment. Perhaps in tender moments of family life, in your work, in giving or receiving hospitality when travel plans didn't work out as expected, or perhaps as an experience in nature or life in community. Sometimes we do need to see things differently in order to find what our hearts are really looking for. The Casting Crown song that I quoted earlier continues, somewhere in your silent night, heaven hears the song your broken heart has cried. Hope is here, just lift your head, for love has come to find you somewhere in your silent night. Love will find you. Sacred space number three, Mary's heart. Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. And no doubt, she carried them with her to the foot of the cross. What are you pondering in your heart tonight? How might God, born of Mary, who came to bind up wounds and heal the brokenhearted, bring salvation to you? On this Christmas Eve, the God of heaven offers peace, inviting us to be made whole once more as we receive God's hope for the, God's gifts of hope for the future, peace through forgiveness and reconciliation, joy in relationship, and love from which nothing, nothing can separate us. And then to offer these gifts to one another. As we draw near to the manger and worship Christ our Saviour, amidst whatever circumstances surround us, may your heart find peace. To close, a poem by Malcolm Guite. O come, O come, and be our God with us, O long-sought witness for a world without, O secret seed, O hidden spring of light, Come to us wisdom, come unspoken name. Come root and key and king and holy flame, O quickened wick so tightly curled, be folded with us into time and place. Unfold for us the mystery of grace and make a womb of all this wounded world. O heart of heaven beating in the earth, O tiny hope within our hopelessness, Come to be born, 
to bear us to our birth, to touch a dying world with new-made hands and make these rags of time our swaddling bands. Amen.